gonna sit on the sideline or be your own boss, make up your own mind. Find time to shine and uplift. My brothers and sisters co-shooting the gift. This world is in an uproar and it's time for us to break down the door. Stand up in equality, now fight for yours. Man, you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me. Welcome to the You Tell Me Show. The show where we discuss some of the most interesting topics from the previous week. That's the You Tell Me Show featuring Professor Kaz. Tell Me Show. We have some interesting topics this week, starting off with our quick notes, which is some brief updates from this past weekend. We also have part one of our three-part interview with DJ Greg Nice, the pioneering upstate New York DJ, and a few other things to talk about in this week's episode. Please leave any comments on our message board, as we'd love to hear from you. This is Professor Kaz, and welcome to the You Tell Me Show. Welcome to this week's Quick Notes. The 2021 Grammy Awards were on March 14th of 2021. They were a success despite the difficult situation. Give it up to Trevor Noah. He made a difficult job this year of hosting the Grammys look easy. There wasn't too much unnecessary commentary and he smoothly went through the countless categories. Now all praise is due to Beyonce for winning her record-setting 28th Grammy Award. You can officially call her the Queen Bee now. Megan Thee Stallion was the first female rapper to win Best New Artist Award since Lauryn Hill in 1999. She also won Best Rap Performance and the Best Rap Song for Savage featuring Beyonce. Song of the Year went to her for I Can't Breathe. This young lady is on her way to heights unimaginable. Now, you know the critics are going to talk about Megan and Cardi B regarding their provocative performance of WAP, but let them hate. The sister stole the show this year, and we have got to give it up to our queens. Moving right along, professional football player Drew Brees has decided to retire. He was a 13-time Pro Bowler, two-time Offensive Player of the Year, and the 2006 Walter Payton Man of the Year Award recipient. He passed for NFL records of 80,358 yards, 571 touchdowns, and 67.7% of his passes over his illustrious career. He also took his team, the New Orleans Saints, to the 2010 Super Bowl, where he was named MVP. I gave him a hall pass on his comments about the flag as his apology and acknowledgement that he didn't realize how closely they were related to social reform. He was truly believable. Everyone deserves a second chance. Congratulations, Drew, and enjoy your retirement. Now, do you remember U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick, who dived after responding on January 6th to hundreds of rioters who stormed the Capitol? 
Julian Eli Cater, 32, of Pennsylvania, and George Pierre Tanios, 39, of West Virginia, have been arrested and charged with nine different crimes, several of them relating to the violence and assaulting officers. They first thought the officers were struck with a fire extinguisher. The officers were struck in the face by something else. They were seen retreating from the line, bringing their hands to their faces and rushing to find water to wash out their eyes. They must have been sprayed with pepper or bear spray or something of that nature. Officer Sicknick later died of the injuries he sustained. Now, I hope these individuals are going to be locked up for the rest of their lives or for at least how long Mumia Abu-Jamal has been locked up. Mumia is an internationally celebrated black writer and journalist who has been in prison since the early 80s for the murder of Philadelphia police officer Daniel Faulkner in December of 1981. Amnesty International was quoted as saying, Mumia Abu-Jamal was sentenced to death for the murder of a police officer in 1982 after a trial that failed to meet international standards. So let's first see if Julian Eli Cater or George Pierre Tanios gets convicted. Then we'll peep out their sentences. This is Professor Cass, and those were this week's notes. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the You Tell Me Show. I know you've all heard about the shootings at the massage parlors in Georgia. 21-year-old Robert Lane killed eight people at three different places of business, all because he's a sex addict and said they promote his addiction. Now, to add insult to injury, a Cherokee County Sheriff's Captain, Jay Baker, was quoted as saying that the killer was having a really bad day. What the... How the hell can you describe this vicious murderer as someone just having a bad day? When I have a bad day, I have a cocktail. When I have a bad day, I make music. When I have a bad day, I seek comfort from my wife or mother. I don't go around and blow away eight different people at random who haven't done a damn thing to me. Here's his quote. I spoke with investigators. They interviewed him this morning and they got the impression, yeah, he understood the gravity of it and he was pretty much fed up and had been kind of at the edge of his rope. And yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. Can you actually imagine if he were a black or a brown man? Do you think he would have been described as having a bad day? Hell no, he'd be dead. They would have ended his life when they arrested him. Hell, we know just by living 2020 that they kill us for way less than that. And furthermore, look at Dylan Roof. He killed those nine church parishioners in Charleston, and when they arrested him, they stopped him by McDonald's on the way to the station. This mess is so blatant, something's got to change. Leave me a message on this one. You tell me. The definition of cheating is to act dishonestly or unfairly in order to gain an advantage, especially in a game or examination. But that applies to everything in life. The definition of going hard is doing something with 100% effort. It requires some unteachable skill, something a beast of a man does all day, every day. 
The young men and women of upstate New York are lucky to have a community program called Don't Cheat, Go Hard. Don't Cheat, Go Hard teaches our youth not to cheat, but to give maximum effort in everything they do. Work hard in school, work hard at work, work hard on your skill, work hard on your relationships. Charles B. Coe Sr. and Jr. both know the true meaning of Don't Cheat, Go Hard. That's why they founded the Don't Cheat, Go Hard program. If you want your child to learn the necessary skills and get the right mentoring to be successful in anything that they choose to do, contact Charles and Charles and they will tell you all about it. Just leave us a message on this podcast and we'll be glad to forward you the necessary information or go to Don't Cheat, Go Hard on Facebook. Don't cheat, go hard. Apply this to all areas of your life and watch great things happen. Up next is DJ Greg Nice. DJ Greg Nice is an upstate legend and hip-hop pioneer from Rochester, New York. He's one of those remarkable individuals that I don't think has ever gotten the just due that he so rightfully deserves. So next, DJ Greg Nice. Gee, what's good, my brother? What's poppin', Brody? How's everything with you? Uh, not too bad down here in the in the south, but it's not sunny as rain. <laughs> and well, you know how it is up here. We're looking at a blizzard. I think they're gonna have some kind of uh, uh, advisory going on until the later evening. So not much has changed on the weather today. Oh man, well you know it's it's in the 70s down here. It's raining, but it wow. is in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, no, that's wonderful, bro. Enjoy it. Now listen, man, I wanted to talk to you today about the early years of the hip-hop scene in upstate New York, but in Rochester, New York specifically. I'm talking about the pioneers, but before even you and I were introduced to hip-hop. A lot of people don't know or remember these pioneers, so kind of like an anthology of the scene at the time. Can you can you give us a, like a brief history lesson, so to speak? Well, I can tell you what my old mind remembers. My mind is tired and weary. <laughs> no, but on, on the real note, man, um, well, we were all old enough during the trickle down of hip hop. And it's funny you say trickle, you know, I say trickle down because we're upstate. But the way we were fed we had a few people that moved back and forth to New York who were privy to be able to first had experience it. But as far as my introduction would be, my cousin, I should say, and his name is Kevin Brown, to another, you know, dear family member, Eddie Harper. And like, we, you know, again, we, we knew what hip hop was, but we weren't really experimenting with it as much as just listening to it. Um, some of us begin to venture out to break dance a little bit and stuff like we, we've always been considered a lost world and right. again the connection back and forth between people from Rochester New York City is so thick that it was inevitable that whatever the culture uh, switch up there was going on that we would experience so you know long story short um, I got introduced to the DJ first and foremost 
as like really diving in to try to understand hip hop. Um, again, you know, we, we you know, uh, Rappers Delight had already been out, and you know, real hip hop in the underground, as far as like the Cold Crush Brothers right. and all those guys, you know, predate that. So again, we were fortunate enough to be experiencing that through mixtapes and stuff like that coming up. So. You know, fast forward a little bit, and we're starting to get a little more mature. We're becoming teenagers and of that nature. So, you know, by this time, you're starting to evolve as an MC, and um, you know, the the movement is starting to build in the city. Now, originally, there were a couple of little independent labels that sparked the whole movement to really now take it to the level where we really introduce the, the technical aspect of MCing and recording and really like digging the foundation for underground hip hop in the city of Rochester. And one of them was one that we belonged to, which was Chasman Records. Right, yep. Then there was Rock Lunar Records with Clay Works. Flash was over there for a minute. Yep. Killer uh, B was over there for a minute. Then had MCs like Rod JQ, and so, you know, it, it, the, the movement and the underground movement started evolving. Now, as far as the transition from the DJ set, like the original DJs back in the day that I came up under the tutelage were, were cats like Boogie Man. And like, that's where I actually got my first big break. God bless her. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm still up there rocking off some fresh 1200s. But, no question. Um, um, you know what I'm saying? Coming up under him, the, the like one of my first events in public, I did. I was like the backup DJ for an event for New Year's Eve, and I put you one time uh, concierge, if you will. He, um, you know, because at this time, like I said, you know, we're, we're we have now gone into the realm of where we're starting to record music and you know people around us are making beats and stuff like that you know we had a gentleman um Alvin Knight aka Red Slick who produced the first two singles that we recorded in 86 87 right right you know this is what you're talking about 86 87 going back that far and um you know what I'm saying coming up bunch of DJs like like Hodge you know rest in peace Grandmaster Hunch, you know, Bill Blast. And like I said, uh, you know, I ran my my tutelage was underneath Kevin Brown. And it's weird because for me to be able to grow to the level that I did, he will tell you like he's toned down. So he really he never really mastered even the art of mixing as far as beat matching. But he was one of the original old school DJs that knew how to find the break in the record, like the cool hurts and the African band bottoms. He knew how to go to the break in the record and, and let that, you know, rock that and go right. in the hot spot. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he did more of a slam mix, but true, he knew the music and he understood, he understood the whole thing of pitch. So he wouldn't have a of a song that's 100 beats a minute and he's trying to, you know, come into transition to a song that's 80 beats a minute. He right, that. right. But because of him being a tone deaf, 
had a problem trying to beat sync and match but he knew music and that's the one key thing you gotta know the catalog of music but um you know what I'm saying again long story short after this point you know we we, we have now recorded a 12 inch and I just couldn't stop after that point man and you know just grew I want to thank DJ Greg Nice for coming along this afternoon. That was our first part in our three-part interview with the one and only DJ Greg Nice. We'll be right back on the You Tell Me Show. What's good, my brothers and sisters? I'd like to introduce you to the Street Artist Entertainment pre-production studio. At Street Artist, we specialize in vocal recordings for artists that already have their own music but need a place to record their vocal tracks. If you're in the greater Charlotte area near the border of South Carolina and are in need of recording vocal tracks on your music, contact the Street Artist Entertainment pre-production studio on this podcast message board. Street Artist Entertainment pre-production studio. Your one choice for real, authentic vocal recordings. Welcome back. We haven't finished this week's recordings, and there's already been another mass shooting. Ahmad Al-Aliwi Alisa of Arvada, Colorado, near Denver, opened fire on Monday at a grocery store. The store's name is King Supers, and is in the University City of Boulder. The 21-year-old left 10 dead, including a store manager and a police officer. He's now facing 10 counts of murder in the first degree. He was booked into the county jail and was suffering from his own gunshot wound to the leg. Authorities still haven't figured out a motive in the brutal attack as of yet. This is two mass shootings in less than a week. Multiple people had to hide in place in the store while others flared through the back door with help of some courageous employees. Witnesses were quoted as saying, we observed the suspect shoot an elderly man in the parking lot. The suspect then walked up to the elderly man, stood over him and shot him multiple additional times. He then entered the store and I'm sure all of y'all heard what else happened all over the news this week. He had a semi-automatic rifle and a handgun and he was shooting the rifle on rapid fire. Now, why did this fool need an assault rifle in the first place? Assault rifles are exactly that. They are made for military assaults. They are weapons of war. And how would I know this? I was a soldier in the Army and Army Reserves for 20 years and served as a drill sergeant. I taught well over 2,000 soldiers how to use these weapons and know for a fact that you can't use these to hunt. They tear up the meat. Now, many will argue that this is your constitutional right. This is not really the case. The Second Amendment states, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Let's repeat that. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now you tell me, this is describing a militia to protect the free state, which at the time was for the militiamen fighting against the British to establish the United States of America. In no part does that say every citizen has the right to carry a gun and especially an assault rifle. They hadn't even been invented yet. This is Professor Cass and we'll be right back. Mm -hmm. 
I'd like to thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the You Tell Me Show. Man, something's got to change. These mass shootings are getting ridiculous. We got to learn to find a way to keep guns, especially assault rifles, out of mentally deranged individuals' hands. Please tune in next week when we have our second installment of our interview with the one and only Upstate Original, DJ Greg Nice. And of course, we'll always keep you up to date with all the current events that are going on within our country. This is Professor Cass. See you next time on the You Tell Me Show. to sit on the sideline to be your own boss, make up your own mind, find time to shine and uplift, my brothers and sisters co-shooting the gift, this world is in an uproar and it's time for us to break down the door, stand up in equality, now fight for yours, man you tell me, and you tell me, and you tell me, and you tell me, and you tell me. And you tell me. And you tell me.